my name is Madison. And I'm Malia. And this is Driveway Moment. Welcome back. We are going to have a good episode today. I was just trying really hard not to say excited because that is my filler word. Also mine. Yeah. Anyways, first I wanted to start off by saying I'm glad to hear that a lot of us are together in our shower peeing. Yes, I learned that I am the strange one. There's like 27% of us that do not pee in the shower, but I'm not alone, so. Neither of us are alone, but you're just more alone. (laughs) I know. Apparently, it's more common than I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, and then also, before we get into our stories today, which are texting stories, we wanted to tell you guys about next week's episode, which is about your crazy, scary terrifying crazy stalker just if you had a stalker or you thought you had a stalker but they were actually just checking their mail we want to hear that story if there was a killer in your neighborhood or if you had a crazy killer that lived next door to you and got water off of your back porch yeah that happened to mad stay tuned for a next episode to hear that story we told that story in our crazy neighbor and actually, my mom wrote that story in, but I was little. It did happen to me. Oh, my gosh. I literally blocked that out of my memory. All right. Um, Ask around because I feel like everybody knows of a creepy murder that happened. Oh, my gosh. I have one. No. Anyways. Are you going to tell it now? No. Okay. <gasps> Ooh. Or we live in the Pacific Northwest, and I feel like everyone has a Green River Killer story because everyone that lived here around the time has a crazy run-in or a time they saw him or a friend of their friend or their friend knew him and talked to him type of a thing. So, Or the Zodiac Killer, I think, was around here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of creepy things that happen around here. I know. It's not good. But on that note, let's go. <gasps> okay, one more thing, though. Before we go in, if anyone knows anything about the possible murder going on at the beach right or serial killer that's living at the beach right now, write in and tell us about it. Yeah, and if you don't know, we'll tell you about it. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So my first story starts off saying, hey, girls, so excited. You guys started a podcast. You're doing awesome. Love you both. We had some remodeling done on our house a few years back. So I had been messaging back and forth with the contractor. Well, one evening around 11 p.m., I got a message from our contractor saying, I need you so badly. My first thought was, he knows I'm married, right? Then he quickly responded and said, I am so sorry. That was for my ex. And I just casually said, oh, no worries, not a big deal. But I just felt so bad for him. And I could tell he found the next few months extremely awkward. Oh, my gosh. I actually have another contractor story. It's not mine, but it's something someone wrote in. So my Wait, mom. this is another contractor story? Yeah. How funny. So my mom had a contractor that was helping her with a remodel on her house. And she was getting sent a Dropbox folder from him containing photos of the remodel. When my mom got the file in her email, she opened it and saw all the small pictures first and was like, hmm, that doesn't look like my kitchen. She clicks on one of the pictures and sure enough, it's a picture of this guy's junk. She starts screaming, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, in her panic. She clicks out, and of course, it takes her back to the folder where you can see all those small photos. Her mind was on the remodel, but now she can tell clearly what these photos are. Boobs and private parts are everywhere. She, being herself, of course, emails back saying, 
hey, I think that you shared me the wrong folder. (laughs) He responded and was absolutely mortified, apologizing profusely, explaining that the photos were of him and his wife and they take them for each other. And he went on and on about how embarrassed uh, he was. She tells him it's fine and she wanted to just let him know. She was very gracious with him. We all talk about it and are still so confused because these were not your typical sexy flirty nudes that you'd be sharing with your husband. They were straight up photos of genitals. (laughs) Side note, my mom did not flip through all these photos, but man, people are so strange. Okay, that is awful. I could not imagine. Like, this poor guy could like also, be but more why, careful when you're sending people. Why are they even cl- remotely close to each other? That's what I'm wondering. Why save them on your laptop? That's why we have phones. Well, and just well, no, I'm saying you should like just not save them near your work stuff. I just think that is so bizarre. I just could not even. Yeah, that's and double check your emails. Note to self. Okay, this is two in a row with contractors. All contractors, be weary. Do I guess yours? Yeah, texting someone something is a little bit different than sending a giant folder of inappropriate photos of genitals. Yes. Okay. My next story. So it says, this is not my story, but a mentor of mine who passed away. She was a realtor, would constantly be texting back and forth with buyers and sellers. Every night before bed, she would go through her text to make sure she had responded to everyone throughout the day. One evening while at home, she shot off a quick text to a client about meeting the following day. As always, before she went to bed, she checked and was appalled at what was on the screen. Instead of texting, I'll meet you before the inspection at the home, her phone auto-corrected it to, I'm at the bar masturbating. She immediately felt ill and could not believe what her phone auto-corrected to, and she immediately regretted sending that text in such a hurry. She told him that it was an autocorrect, though he probably thought it was some sort of dirty text to her husband. She still ended up selling him a house. I'm so sorry. I'm actually dying over here. That is horrendous. No, that is just terrible because you could not. That is a text where it sounds like, for one, how could a phone autocorrect that? That's what I'm wondering. And two... If I received that text, I would definitely think, oh my gosh, I just got somebody's dirty message to whoever they're supposed to send it to. Like, how is that even an autocorrect? Okay. What was it supposed... I'll meet you before the inspection at the home. Okay. I'm I'm confused. Okay. Well, obviously, this poor woman felt just... Yeah. That's yeah. awful. I would not... I actually... If that how happened to me... How do you come back me, from that? Because obviously, I'm a realtor too, but... I would just, I don't even, I think I'd be like, you know what? I have another friend who can help you. I'll refer you to somebody else because I don't think I could actually work with them after that. That is so funny. I don't know if I could. Would you? I don't know. I feel Well, like- I mean, if it were an honest accident, though, I guess I actually could. If it were really just an autocorrect, which it sounds like it was, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, I cannot believe that happened. But if I was sending that to, like, my husband, which I would not do... <laughs> I would. That's just terrible. I don't I know. I feel like personally, this would be a lot more easy to come back from than sending an entire photo album of genital shots. You know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It sounds like they so still frisky. went along with the. Yeah. Anyway, next story. Okay. 
this will lighten the mood because it's not a dirty story. I feel really bad about this one still, but when I was 18, I got a text from a random number saying, hey Todd, I won't be able to make it to work Thursday because I need to bring my daughter to the Special Olympics. While I was trying to text back a quick, sorry, wrong number text, a thought crossed my mind. Maybe I should mess with her. So instead, I sent back a, sorry, we really need you to come in, and if you can't, we're going to have to terminate you. We went back and forth for a bit, and I was still pretending to be her boss. I kept telling her that we really needed her to come in. Anyways, she finally says taking her daughter to the Special Olympics is more important and that she will not be coming in. Then, I forgot about the text till way later that evening. I felt so bad and told her later that I'm not actually her boss and she had the wrong number. She actually took it pretty well and wasn't mad, at least from what it sounded like. Thinking about it now, she was probably frantically trying to find other arrangements. I was such a jerk, but I guess lesson learned is if you're going to call out, do it over a call, not a text. That is so mean. That is awful. Like, I've heard of people doing that. Wait, didn't that happen to, like, one of your friends about going boating and they ended up, like... Yeah, so Drew got his number changed and we were meeting some friends out at the dock Mm because we're all going to go boating. And so one of our friends texted who they thought was Drew saying, hey, what time are we meeting? And the guy was texting back saying, oh, we're going to meet at noon. Anyways, they show up at noon and they're calling and calling this number. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not Drew. And hopefully you're at the dock. Good for you. Something like that. Anyways, he was pissed. Were you guys actually like boating though? We were going boating that day, but we weren't going to like four. So, yeah, he was so mad, but... Oh, that's awful. So, okay, that actually is just so bad because... Would you rather accidentally be somewhere early or think that you were fired? <gasps> that is terrible. That's yeah, life-ruining. I know. For a moment, I guess. But. I know. Oh, that's so sad. Okay, this is my last story. It says, so to preface this story, I'm going to say that I work at a church. One Sunday morning, I was rapidly texting my BFF about a boy. I was so excited and panicking. The text read, F word, F word, F word, exclamation point. I'm just, I'm not saying the actual word, so. Yeah, that's what it said. It says, I am not the type of person who screams the F word, nor do I want to be seen as one, but this is the text that I sent her that fateful morning. Well, about 20 minutes later, when she hadn't responded, I went to check my phone and realized I had sent this text to one of my coworkers, who we worked at church together, and it was Sunday morning, so we were about to be working. I was absolutely mortified. Thankfully, my sweet, sweet coworker was so gracious when I explained the situation. That's it. <laughs> that would be bad. I know. I'm like, yeah. It was the same day she was going to be working at church. It was on a Sunday. Yeah, it says this Sunday morning. Oh, I know. Yeah. That, Check your text. I but know. what would you do in that situation? I feel like obviously that's not something you want to be texting your coworker, but at least it wasn't something worse. Yeah. Like But also if you don't want to be saying that anyways. And I then know, you're well, going and, to church after you'd be like, Okay, I'm convicted. <laughs> no, literally, and it says like I'm not the type of person that screams the F word, nor do I want to be seen as one. So obviously this person is not a super swearer or anything. Yeah, it was probably Jesus telling her that she needs to cut back on the cussing. <laughs> literally. No. But that's just so cringy. I would not wanna sit there and have to work with that person after no. after that. Okay, this is my last story. It actually has a title, and it's called The Only Ogre. 
This was years ago when I was dating. There were two different guys I was talking to. One lived in New York, we'll call him Joe, and the other lived closer to home, we'll call him Matt. I was particular, particular, I was particularly fond of Joe from New York and was trying to decide which one I should cut off and which one I should move forward with. One day, I had my really good friend come over and we started talking about the pros and cons of each man. While we were talking about the man closer to home, Matt, we were going on and on about how he looked like Shrek from Disney and how much better Joe from New York was and how much cuter he was, in fact, as well. As any friends would, we went into extreme and ruthless detail. This went on for a while. Once we moved on to the next topic of discussion for the night, I grabbed my phone and realized for some odd reason my phone had called Matt, the guy we just had an hour-long rag session on. (laughs) I couldn't believe my eyes. My phone had called him and left a one-minute voicemail. We had no idea what part of the conversation this voicemail documented, but we were horrified. He ended up calling me the next day, saying he heard us call him Shrek, but he still tried to pursue me. (laughs) A lesson learned. When you're trying to have girl time, just make sure your phone's in the other room. (gasps) That is so sad. I know. I feel so bad for the guy. I feel so bad for Shrek. Poor dude. I know. Being called anything but Shrek. Shrek is so ugly. (laughs) No, I feel like... Like, you could, yeah. He's probably, if someone, once somebody said before I had braces that my teeth looked like the target dog, and I'm not kidding, people are rude. This is when I was, like, in high school or even probably middle school, but it actually, I think about it all the time. Not all the time, but I'm also, like, I do not look like the target dog, but it made me self-conscious. This guy probably thinks he looks like Shrek. No, that is awful. People are mean, though. When I was in middle school... I have a mole on my head. It's so ugly, but it's like you cannot see it because obviously I had hair, but my hair like randomly parted weird one day and literally someone asked me if I had a raisin on my head <laughs> and yeah, because yeah, you would have a raisin on your head. Literally, <laughs> but no. Weird. Anyway, talk about being self-conscious. I'm always like, wait, is my hair parted weird? It's, oh <gasps> uh, yeah. No, people are ruthless and seriously, we should just be nicer. We be nice I feel like people. it's one like you someone had told me this like don't ever say anything about anyone that you wouldn't say to their face I actually try to live by that was it you did we have this conversation well because I'm like this person did this but I would say this to her face and I already have yeah (laughs) but no I try not to talking bad about people is not nice well talking bad about people's appearance is actually just that's something you can't change Mm -hmm. that's very true so yeah don't be mean but I wanted to hear your story that I was saying don't say last week about. Oh, about my phone call? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? No, my phone call. So I got a phone call from like a scammer and I just knew it was a scammer from the second I answered the phone. They, it was a man with a very, very strong accent. I couldn't quite tell where it was from, but you yeah he had a hard time speaking English and he said that he was from the social security administration and that someone had stolen my identity and they needed me to confirm some information so they could help me get my identity back or something and I could just tell like this is not this is definitely fake and so the guy asked me what my name was I think I said it was like Sarah he's like okay yep that's definitely we have the right person And so he's like, okay, what's your social security number? I just threw out a bunch of random numbers. And he's like, okay. And then we also need like your date of birth, like 
basically everything except for my social, like everything except for my credit card number. And then he, I'm sure that was coming next. But anyway, I just knew he was a scammer. So I just kind of started playing with him and was like, oh, where are you from? Like, where's the office located? He said it was in Texas. I was like, you do not sound like you're from Texas. I've never heard like, what part of Texas are you from? You, that doesn't sound like a Texas accent. And then he said, well, he wasn't originally from Texas. And he's like, well, where do you think I'm from? And I think at this point he was obviously catching on that I knew that he was a scammer. And I was like, I don't know. I can't really tell. Anyway, he finally told me he was from Pakistan. And I basically was just like, are you actually serious? Like you're just trying to scam people out of their hard earned money. And he's like, yeah, that's what we do. And I'm like, you are disgusting. Like you're an awful person. I cannot believe, how do you live with yourself? And he says, I live with myself because it makes a lot of money and you should join us. You sound like a beautiful woman. You have an amazing voice. We need you to help us. And I actually was just so appalled. I didn't know what to say. I think I ended up hanging up on the guy. But I'm like, that is so awful. Like these poor innocent people are just getting their money taken by these people who don't care. And it's always old people. I know. That's what's the most sad. But do you remember calling me after? Yeah. And I was like, Malia, call them back and pray for them. And didn't you try, but they didn't answer? Yeah, I tried calling back and it like was all of a sudden it would like go, do, do, do. This number is no longer available or whatever. So funny. But yeah, it was... It was so awful. I literally, I think I just prayed for the guy for like weeks afterwards. I was so traumatized. It sounds stupid, but I just was like so appalled that someone would just be so brazen about being a thief. Yeah. No, that reminds me though. I got like a similar one where it's saying they need your social, your Mm -hmm. social security has been breached. But I went on and on with the guy, like, just giving him random information the same. He did not ask me to join him in his endeavors. (laughs) But I kept saying, I'm like, I feel like it'd be easier if I just gave you my credit card number and you could just handle it on your end. But he actually didn't take it, which was weird. I was trying to, like, test the water. (laughs) But he did not accept the credit card. He just kept saying he needed my social security number and that it was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong because I was giving him random numbers. But, uh, (laughs) I cannot talk. What I'm trying to say is like, actually, someone did steal your social and they're like, we can't help you. And you're like, just (laughs) acting like it's not a big deal. It's really the Department of Social Security. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wait, do you have any more stories? Nope. That was my last story um, that I had read earlier. But I did want to say, you guys, if you're listening, Please, when you click off, give us a rating and a review on Spotify. You can give us stars on Apple Podcasts. If you listen there, you can write us a cute note. And we would really, really, really appreciate it. Yes, we really would. So please do that. And if you guys have learned anything from our podcast, do not ask a woman if she's pregnant. Do not floss in public. And double check who you are texting or emailing. Bye. Bye.